Welcome to day 18 and chapter 18 of our look together through the book of Genesis. And let me begin today by reading Genesis 18, 1 to 15. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them, and he bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so that you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you've come to your servant. Very well, they answered. Do as you say. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now, Sarah was listening at the entrance of the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already old and well advanced in years. And Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out and my master is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Yes, you did laugh. Now here's the story of Abraham and Sarah and God's promise in their lives. Here's the story of the father of our faith and how he struggled his way to faith. And here is the story of how God rejected Abraham's plan and Sarah's plan because he had a better plan. Abraham's plan was rejected. We saw yesterday, and we're going to see as we continue through these verses in the book of Genesis, that Abraham and Sarah had decided that Ishmael somehow was going to be, Hagar's son was going to be the promised one. And God was rejecting that plan. To grow in faith, I have to learn, you have to learn more and more that you cannot substitute God's plan You cannot take the plan that you have and somehow put it over God's plan and make it work. In fact, let me just say it this way. In order for God's plan to happen in your life, your plans will have to be set aside. They'll have to be rejected. And that does not feel good. As we've seen this week, Abraham had a plan. It sounded like a good plan. To grow in faith, he had to hear God say no to that plan. One of the best things that can sometimes happen in your life, even though it doesn't feel like it at the time, one of the best things that can sometimes happen is God saying no to your plan. Abraham's plan was Ishmael. It was a way to let God off the hook and to fill the promise. He tried to direct God's interest into what was already, already a failed plan. I'll have to settle for less. I'll have to get it myself. God is leading Abraham and Sarah toward a third choice. The third choice is this. I'll choose to trust in God. We began this week by talking about facing your greatest dream. And if you're going to have faith at that point of your greatest dream, instead of settling for less or getting it yourself, it's this. I'll choose to trust in God. Trust that God alone can do what I could never do. It was George Mueller who said, Faith does not operate in the realm of the possible. There is no glory for God in that which is humanly possible. Faith begins where man's power ends. And Augustine said, faith is to believe what we do not see. And the reward of faith is to see what we believe. Now, Sarah heard this great thing that God was going to do, and she laughed. The more specific it became, the more she laughed. 
Abraham had also laughed. In the last chapter, in verses 17 and 18, the Bible says Abraham fell face down. He laughed and he said, will a son be born to a man 100 years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? Ha, he laughed. And you laugh, I laugh, when God says some of the things that he wants to do in our lives, how he wants to grow us, how he wants to change us. Now, maybe you don't laugh. Maybe you just say, you've got to be kidding. It's still laughing inside. Where is it in your life that you are laughing where you should be trusting? In fact, let me say that a a different way. The place where you're laughing right now, that God could do that in your life, that God could grow you in that way in your life, the very place where you are laughing may very well be the place where God wants to do the greatest miracle in your life. And most of us are like Sarah. We don't want to admit that we laughed. We want to be great people of faith. Abraham is the father of our faith, and he laughed. He struggled his way to faith. So if you've laughed at something great that God wants to do, don't let that keep you from admitting that God wants to do that. God wants to be at work. Now, we're going to have to wait until next week to see the end of this story. Abraham and Sarah had to wait 25 years to see the end of what God was going to do, and they had to wait a year between this chapter and the next. Next week, we're going to see what God does and how God fulfills his promise. I'll choose to trust in God. Before we get there, we have a chance to look at the last half of chapter 18, which is about the relationship of faith that God had with Abraham. Why was Abraham the kind of man who could struggle his way to faith, even though he didn't get it right the first time many times? Why did he always end up with faith? One of the main reasons is the kind of relationship that he had with God. And you see a lot about that relationship and the conversation he had with God beginning in verse 16. Listen to what happened. I'm going to read a number of verses here, but you need, and I need to get this picture of Abraham's relationship with God. Abraham and God have a conversation about Lot, his nephew, and Sodom and Gomorrah beginning in verse 16. Listen to what happens. When the men got up to leave, they looked down toward Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great, and their sin is so grievous, that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The men turned away and went toward Sodom, and Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of 50 righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, If I find 50 righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. And then Abram spoke up again. Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is five less than 50? Will you destroy the whole city because of five people? If I find 45 there, he, the Lord said, I will not destroy it. Once again, Abraham spoke to him. What if only 40 are found there? The Lord said, for the sake of 40, I will not do it. And Abraham said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only 30 can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if I find 30 there. Abraham said, Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only 20 can be found there? He said, For the sake of 20, I will not destroy it. And then Abraham said, 
may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just once more. What if only ten can be found there? He, the Lord, answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left, and Abraham returned home. What an incredible passage of Scripture. We learn a lot about faith. We learn a lot about the relationship of prayer from the man of faith, Abraham, in these verses. We learn about why he's the kind of man who grew in faith all of his life. Look at what we learn from this passage. First, at the beginning, the Bible says, he stood before the Lord. Prayer is an expression of a relationship. And when you and I pray, when we talk to God, it's as if we're standing before or sitting before God. I'm not just talking to God. I'm sitting before God. I am in relationship with God as I pray. Later in the prayer, as Abraham prays, he says, far be it for you, God, that you would do this based on your character. Prayer is not only an expression of a relationship. Prayer also appeals to the character of God. When you pray, if you want to pray a prayer of faith, when I want to pray a prayer of faith, I need to pray not just for what I want. I need to pray based on who God is. Appeal to the character of God. God, because you're loving, I ask that you would do this. God, I know that you're a gentle God. Would you be at work? God, I know that you're compassionate. God, I know that you are a God who gets angry at sin and what is happening here. Would you judge this? Appeal to the character of God. As we just sort of walk quickly through these verses, you could spend weeks on these verses. In the midst of these verses, Abraham says, now that I have been so bold, though I am nothing but dust and ashes. You learn about his relationship of faith there. Prayer is, it's confident humility. It is bold and it is humble at the same time. And you, like me, are probably trying to learn how to do that. We're going to spend the rest of our lives learning how to do that. It is worth learning how to be bold in God's presence, making requests based on his character, but also humble in his presence, realizing that the only reason I'm there is because of Jesus. And then there is what to many of us is the most interesting thing about this passage, the 50, 45, 40, 30, 20, 10, where Abraham's going, what about 50 righteous? Well, maybe 45, and then he goes for the 10s, 40, 30, 20, 10. What's going on here? It's very important to realize that Abraham is not bargaining with God here. You don't have to bargain with God. You shouldn't bargain with God. He is not bargaining with God. He is talking with God. He's learning how to trust God. At any point, if God had said, no, I'm not going to do it for 20 or for 45 or even for 50, Abraham would have learned something about God. He is learning how to trust. And if you feel like sometimes as you pray, you're stumbling your way through your prayers, you're just learning how to trust. It's better to stumble your way through a prayer than to not pray at all. I find that some people don't pray because they don't feel like they have the right words. They don't feel like they have the fancy words. They don't feel like they have the big words. They don't feel like they have the kind of words they've heard in church. And so you stumble your way through the prayer. Those are the best prayers of all. Because in those kinds of prayers, you are learning to trust God. Prayer is a relationship. So let's relate to God right now. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you that though we are but dust and ashes, we're just simple human beings. You love us. And we pray that you teach us to pray. We pray that you teach us to trust. Teach us that prayer is more than just a list of needs. Teach us that prayer is more than just us talking to no one who is there. Teach us that prayer is a relationship where we listen, where we talk, where we learn. 
And Lord, even today, as we spend these few moments talking to you at the end of this study, touch our hearts. Let us know that you're there, that we can trust you. We ask this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to look at Genesis 19. It's one of the chapters of the Bible that we wish was not there, but it's also one of the chapters of the Bible that we all need to see. (laughs) 